Welcome back to yet another exciting edition of the Growth Podcast. We continue having interesting conversations with some notable people who are making some very good progress in their lives. Uh, last time we had a conversation with Lady Norena around marriage, around careers, and around how people can basically navigate, especially in toxic working environments. Today we're having a different conversation. Away from careers, now we're going into business and entrepreneurship, which obviously in Zambia, uh, we have a lot of it. We have a lot of people that generally have the interest for business, but they actually don't, you know, actualize it. So today we're talking to someone who's actually having their hands dirty running their business. I'm talking to Mr. Mabin Simbeye, the chairman and founder of uh, Wind Electronics. How are you today? Good, thank you. Good morning, Sui. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Good great. to see you. Good to see you too. How's Win Electronics doing? Win is doing great. I'm actually honored to be a part of this growth podcast. It is a rare privilege and uh, we say thank you. So it will be glad. It will be a very wonderful conversation with you. And definitely we're looking forward to share our experience of how we built Win from the, from, the, from the start to where it is at now. Sure. Definitely right. gonna learn a lot. All right, good. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, well, most people call you Maybach. Yeah. Yeah. Where that name come from? That's the most common name on on the streets. Yeah, Maybach. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing why, but it was my high school nickname. Yeah, okay. Because of I don't know, so much going on, doing business in high school, organizing okay. buses for the whole school. Yeah. So I don't know why people had to call me Maybach, but why, 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 what, what school did you go to? High school? I was at Hillcrest. Hillcrest. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, the, the smart guy, the cream of the nation. <laughs> <laughs> I am from Hillcrest. Obviously, you went to CBU. What did you do there? I studied agroforestry at CBU. Agroforestry. Yeah. Why? Um, I had to get enrolled into university, so I was looking to to do a bit of agriculture and agroforestry was what was actually related to ag agriculture. So you had That's like a general interest for agriculture? For agriculture, yes. Where did it come from? I don't know, but I've just <laughs> had interest. Cause I mean, everybody says agriculture is something that's gonna bring food on the, on the table and give you lots of monies too. So okay. who doesn't want to make money? So you, you did your, ag your agroforestry um, at, uh, at, at CBU and then you got done? No. Oh, so you, you didn't even finish? No. So while it's at CBU, um, so what happens is from second year, there's actually, they actually pick a few students who are actually sent on a student exchange program to Israel. So I was privileged to be among those few students, which was approximately about 15, who were traveled to Israel to do internship. Yeah. So internship and a bit of, of school too. Yeah. Actually, that's where WIN started. That's why I raised my capital to, to come and uh, start and set up WIN. So you didn't finish agroforestry? So I did my international diploma in Israel. That's in agronomy. Mm -hmm. Then I had to come back for my final year to come and finish my bachelor's degree in agroforestry. So you finished the degree at CBU? Yes. Okay, okay. And I yes. thought you cut it short. Sure. And then, so from there, tell me, like, when, where did the whole idea come from for Win Electronics? Okay. So while I was waiting to get enrolled into university, that's at CBU, I was, um, my aunt took me in work in insurance yeah so while i was working in insurance i was always waiting to go to school i i once got a phone from a colleague of mine at katundu yeah so while while i was getting that phone it had a few thoughts here there then i got a bit interested in what those guys were doing on the streets yeah so from there i actually became a full time on the streets i quit my job I you started, quit your job yeah what job were you doing uh i was an insurance broker of course so oh, mostly yeah. i was doing i was doing a bit of claims and whatnot yeah 
So you yeah. quit that to be on the street? Yes. Katondo Street. Yes, Katondo Street. So you're one of those guys that used to gong up people with phones and whatnot. Like, no. where those stories would hear, no, when you're buying the phone, there's network. When you go up, there's no network. <laughs> you guys were the engineers. I, I, <laughs> apparently, apparently, I never had such a scenario for myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd basically just, um, you know, you'd have these customers who'd come in with a broken Samsung S4, broken screen. Yeah. Yeah. You'd refurbish it, sell it for a good price. Basically, that's what was just going on around my Sequoia. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we didn't get into university. Okay. Yeah. How was it on the day to day on Katondo Street? How were you very, making money? It, it How was, was very it? good actually then. I think there was too much money in circulation. Yeah, you definitely leave home with without any kwacha. And you definitely make three, four hundred kwacha a day. It was very fair. Okay. Very fair. So where did you get your first initial capital for the business? My first because I'm, I'm assuming you had you had to sell a phone, for example. Yes. Where did you get the first money? Of course to I was working. So, yeah. Of course I was working. So I was saving up. The five hundred okay. kwacha was getting paid. Yeah, I've always been so disciplined with, with the cash. Who, who, yeah. who are you staying with the time that you, you, you were working as an insurance broker? I was staying with my, uh, my uncle, yeah. Uncle. I, lost, I lost my parents when I was in grade one, both wow. my parents, yeah. Okay, so that's I, sad. I, no, yeah. It actually made me a stronger man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah, what you do with, yeah, you know, what, yeah, what life gives yeah, you. Yeah. Um, I, why I asked you who you were staying with yeah. is because I want to know what their reaction was when you told them that... Uh, you know, now going into on the streets and not just the streets, but Katondo Street. What was your uncle's reaction? Of course, everybody's reaction is, but why would you do such a thing? You know, why would you do such a thing? But the streets don't seem as they seem to everybody, you know, in, to, to, to a layman, it's going to seem like the streets are, are, are bad. You understand? Yeah. So even while I was still in school, I was still getting stuff from the streets and selling at CBU. Yeah. Okay. Laptops, phones. Yeah. Did you ever... You know, having that experience of selling some defective something, you saw someone, something is broken like, down, they come like, back. Luckily, I never had such kind of scenarios. No police case, not even once. <laughs> Imagine, I made it clean from the streets. You made it clean? Yeah, That's good. Never. So now, you, you, uh, tell me about the first Win Electronics. Because from the streets, because I want to know, because at the time you were on the streets, there was no Win Electronics. There was You're just no, hustling. Yes, I was just hustling. Yeah. Tell me about what now birthed Win Electronics. Okay, so when I went to Israel for for school, yeah. Yeah. So while I was in Israel for school, I was uh, working and I was able to save up seventy-five dollars a day, yeah, fifty dollars depending on how good the day is. So I was putting those monies together. Yeah. So with that background of electronics from the streets, I need to say if I could have a certain amount of money, I would actually just flourish and make it big. Understand? Because I realized there was a growing demand for products. And then I just used to love to do Apple. Like those strictly Apple iPhone 5S, 6 Plus. Yeah. So basically I need to say if I could have a certain amount of money, I would, I would supply. Not only was I looking at supplying on back in town now, then I was going back to school. So I was looking at supplying laptops in school and everything else back in CBU, which I managed to do. So while it's working, of course, saving up a couple of dollars here, there. By the time I was completing in Israel, I think I'd raised almost about eight to nine thousand dollars. Yeah. And how long were you in Israel? I was there for a year. For a year? Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So where did the name Win Electronics come from? So um, when I came back, I thought, ah, what would be the best name for a place where people are happy? A place that is progressive. Then I thought, ah, oh, win. So we're gonna be winners. That's why the name Win just came up. Okay. Yeah. 
So you you had your first store at um what what's what's a place at Coddington House. Coddington House yes. along Quacha Road, right? Yes. Yeah. Tell how did tell me about you know what what made you because again most people there's a difference between the hustling you do on the street yeah. and the hustling you do when you are actually having an establishment, a yes. place where people can come and you know transact with you. Yes. Tell me about how you found that place first of all, uh, the rentals and the process leading to you establishing a physical presence. Yes. So actually the um, the first place, the first room I actually found was a barber shop. So we had to share. A barber and me where I could have my small display of phones and whatnot here. So from there, we had we, we set up a small display, very small, and a small table in the corner here. Then I made my first trip to China. That was immediately after I was done in school, I think 2019. I came back with a few phones in my bag, yeah, which I displayed in uh, the same barber shop where we were sharing, yeah. Then actually, we were actually in the process of uh, registering win. Yeah. So we started selling. People would come, you make a few sales here and there. But one thing I always told myself is I was never going to compromise on quality. I would rather make minimal amounts of monies, but give a quality product because it was always going to bring back customers. So from there, luckily enough, somebody moved out in one of the rooms at Clinton House. Then we established what we can call as win one, which is still running up to now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was your first win electronics. Yeah. Um, how, how long did you have win one before you went to win two? Um, oh, and win one, by the way, is the name he gives to his, <laughs> his stores. <laughs> so win one was the first one yes. um, in town yeah. um, at Coddington House. House. How, how long did you have win one before you went to win two? I think about approximately seven to eight months. Eight months? Yeah. I thought you were going to say eight years. No, eight months. So you had caught into announce for eight months. Oh, yeah. And then you opened... Society Business Park. Society Business mall. Park yeah. at the mall. Yeah. What was different having a store at the mall and having a store in town? Obviously, okay, the, both of them are in town, yeah. but what was the difference <laughs> having a store at a mall yeah. and just having a store like, you know, where some other shops are? Okay, so if you have having a store in, 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 in the mall like Society Business Park, puts you in a space where people can trust you more. So looking at the quality products that we're able to give, you understand? people trusted us more. So if, if you look at the, the movement from win two to win three, is almostly, almost exactly a year. From win two to win three is exactly a year. So it means within a certain amount of, of time, you know, if you're, adding, if you're just creating a certain amount of value, you're, you're in a place where you can give value. People will give you money. Be it in the poorest of economies, it's just value that you need to create and people will give you money. And I have seen it. All right. Yeah. What, are the, what are the challenges of, 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 of running a business at a shopping mall in Zambia? Because we've seen a lot of them close yeah. and we have a lot yeah. of shopping malls that are struggling to find tenants. tenants yeah. Because, well, first of all, it's perceived to be very expensive. Yeah. You look relatively young. Yeah. Uh, you've got two stores at two big shopping malls. Yeah. Tell me, what are the challenges you're facing running these three stores at the moment, especially the ones at the malls? Okay. Uh, honestly, for as long as you're doing the right thing, you're giving the right products, I don't think you'd actually face any challenges. I personally haven't had any challenges in terms of being unable to pay my rentals and on any of the stores. Each store is able to pay for itself. Each store is paying for itself. Yes. Run me through, let, let, let's, let's talk numbers. Yes. What is the cost, for example, rent yeah. at Society Business Park? Uh, we're looking at maybe now, maybe $1,000. $1,000 yeah, per month? Yeah. 
And the one at Long Acres? Uh, same. $1,000? Yeah. So that's $1,000, $1,000. And Coddington House is what? Coddington House is about $200. $200. So your total cost for renters alone is $2,200. How much is that in Kwacha? How much is that in Kwacha? No, $2,200 in Kwacha is what? That's 2,200 times, let's say 16, 16 because today's 16. Yeah. What is it? 35,000 kwacha. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so how, 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 how would you get to balance the, the, the numbers? Because I know it's one thing to say, yes, we're giving value, we're giving yeah, value. Yeah. But value alone won't yeah. get you the customers. Yeah, there are yeah. so many people giving value, but yeah. they're failing to manage yes, that. that. That is true. What is that your is formula true. for making all of this work? That is true. Because to be honest, uh, if, if you, you were just about value alone, yeah. you, you would still not be around. Yeah. Or you'd have closed true, one and true, you know, go true, to a cheaper true, place and whatnot. True, true. What else apart from value do you feel keeps your businesses afloat? Okay. So we're looking at, um, personally, if, 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 um, if, if you look around, huh? Every human being in this world believes that the most important human being in this world. Trust me. At Win, our biggest goal has been to value each and every customer of ours, which has always brought them back. If, if, if you're hearing this and you've got customers that walk into Win, just know you've lost them. Every human being is the most important human being. And I always tell this to my partners, my partners, that's my young brother, my cousin. Those are people I've decided to empower. And I've told them, say, if you want to be a part of this, let's work together. And they're not my workers, no. The people I'm working with. My wife too. And I, I'm glad to say I have changed the narrative and they're all happy. Each one of them is, can buy their own car. They're able to pay their own rentals, you know, just from win. So I told them, if, 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 if I travel out, which I do on a regular, maybe twice a month, I have to travel out to be in stock. And they mess up win. It's not me who's gonna go down. We're all going down. Yeah. Which is a very common norm uh, around here in Africa, in Zambia in particular. When somebody's cup is about to get full, they wanna, they, they wanna push it down. Yeah. But forgetting if they can hold it down and it overspills, it's it, definitely everybody around holding that cup is gonna benefit. So how many people do you employ? Uh, right now, I think we have got about eight. About eight people. Yeah. And then the others are your partners. The others, they're also, we're working together. They're working so together. So they're actually very active in the business, managing the business. Okay. Yeah. Um, how, how much would you say your business is worth? Um, as of now, because we... <laughs> I don't like speaking numbers. No, but it's... But, but because, <laughs> um, are you 30, first of all? Not yet. You're not yet 30? Yeah. Uh, I'm asking you that because I want other young people to know okay. that it's possible for them. Okay, you okay, great. Point, eh? yeah. and, and, and for me, that's why the numbers are important. Okay, great. Because there's some numbers you think, no, you have to be a minister in Zambia for yeah, you to have those kinds yeah, of... Yeah. So it, it, the numbers inspire others that it okay. is possible. Great, great. And that's uh, why I ask, what, what okay. is your business worth? Okay. So if, 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 if we look at now on all of our stores, I think each of our stores will be approximately holding stock, maybe to two, 1.5 million kwacha. Then we're actually running another business up aside from Wayne, which is cars, very active. You're we selling cars? We're bringing in cars, yeah, 10 cars, yeah. So all together, all together? Maybe like 5 million. 5 million yeah. kwacha. Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. How do you, how do, how do you maintain discipline? 
because like I said, you're young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, young people want to live the life. Yeah, you want a soft yeah, life, you know. Yeah, you want yeah. to <laughs> play around and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And if you have assets with five million yeah, kwacha, yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can't do. Yeah, yeah. As I'm saying, how do you how do you maintain your discipline? So of course, if we're gonna talk of um, of discipline, there's no business house that's ever gonna grow without discipline. The reason why I married people would say I married young, yeah, but I mean, my wife has been there for me. From from CBU actually, when I was in second year, so we've dated for like seven years. Yeah, at least she's gonna put me in check. You know, I'm not gonna if 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 I'm getting home late, I need to report. If I'm doing business, you know, of course I'm gonna have late business meetings. Yeah, I need to to report. And if you have somebody you can report to, somebody's gonna put you in check. I think it will help you at least achieve a certain amount of discipline. Then again, not looking where I'm coming from. You know, the poverty. You know, yeah. Of course, we've been privileged to have all these good things. Not as much, but an average life. But I want to be the game changer. Like, not only for my family, for everybody around me. What was the lowest point in your life, if you look back? Since you mentioned the poverty, looking back, what was the lowest point where you felt like, I m- maybe I may not amount to anything? <laughs> uh, I've always been ambitious. Always been ambitious. And uh, that's one unique part about me. And I don't think I've really sat down and thought so much like, okay, life is about to break me now. I've, of course, I've had a lot of challenges here and there, but I, I, I wouldn't say I've, I've actually hit the lowest point. I've lost money. Yeah. I've lost so much money, 150,000 kwacha in cash. Even before I had so much, even before I have this much money that I have now, I've lost so much money. But I had to put myself together. One morning after losing about 150,000 kwacha on my account, waking up in the morning, I was broken. I was depressed. I could just leave the store and say, I've gone for business. I'll just go home and sit. Then one morning I just woke up and told myself, for how long? Look at how much you have, you know? You have to count, be, have a heart of gratitude. Yeah, count what you have and pick it up from there. How did you lose that money? Was it stolen? Yeah, it was stolen. It was in an account? Yeah, it was in my account. Somebody replaced my SIM um, uh, and they were able to access that money. So it should, should have been somebody who knows me well. Yeah. Was it like in mobile money or bank account money? F&B. It wasn't the bank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's bad PR for them. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, now I want to drive your attention to managing those around you. Because I know, like you did say, like you did say, um, you work with your wife, you work with your brother yeah. and uh, the other person that you mentioned. Yeah. And these are people that are very close to, to you. To me, yeah. And in Zambia, we've had that thing where people say it's hard work with family. It's hard work with family. Yeah. They take advantage. They're yeah. lazy because yeah. ah, in Vambrou, what? Yeah, yeah. What can you tell me? It's my brother's company. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you work with family and make sure that all of you have the same vision? Because if you have a vision that's here yeah. and you surround yourself with those that are here, yeah. you're going to have a lot of arguments, yeah. a lot of bickering, yeah. a lot yeah, of complaining, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah. what and what. Yeah. How have you worked with your family? Okay. So basically, um, being the founder, and these are people I've, I've, I've put in to say they're going to work with me as partners, you understand? Huh? And like Miles Monroe would always say, uh, true leadership is always looking at bringing the best of leadership in the people around them, not followers. So these people, I'm, I'm always reminding them, say, hey, man, me, I could have achieved this by now, you understand? And I have these things now. But eventually, if you guys want to mess it up, it's up to you. But of course, my own brother is 
is like the prototype of me. I know he's, he's disciplined. He's somebody when I was going to Israel, I left him with uh, three iPhone 6 Plus. I told him, this is, this is a little capital. Make use of it. And honestly, when I was back, I found he had, he had, he had, he had multiplied that money. You understand, huh? Yeah. My wife too. My, my girlfriend then. Yeah. So when I was in school, I would order, would order a few shoe organizers, whatnot, which would sell to everybody in CBU. I actually had a big book like this where I would just be passing through collecting when BC is paid. So I actually commend the president and say thank you for, for bringing back the buzzer because for me, it actually built my business. <laughs> and, 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 and then also, the other thing I want to ask you about yeah. is the issue of black tax. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you look good, you make money, your family sees it. Ish. How, how's that going for you? I'm a giver. I'm a giver. And... I don't count on how much black tax I give, but I give it. One, one time, we should take a drive. Just from town to Long Acres Mall. You see how street kids are going to run to Mecca. The women selling bananas. My friends who call me sometimes, no, but I'm a giver. And I believe the more I give, the more I receive. I want an iPhone 14. <laughs> yes. Uh, interesting. Yeah, so 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 why I was asking that is because most people feel like that's a drawback, you know. Um it's a drawback because your money has to be accounted for and whatnot. And then others just take advantage. Yeah. You know, there are people who obviously in every family there are yeah. those who are not willing to work. Yeah. They sit back because uh, they have a brother or they have a cousin who's doing very fine. Yeah. And every time they just feel like, no, I've got a business idea, you send the money. Tomorrow, I have a send the money. Tomorrow, the day you refuse, they say, no, man, but, you're but, to but, but, but in such instances, those ones you don't tolerate because it's, those are people who are just going to bring you down. Somebody, if they have to come up with, with, with a proper business proposal, even I, I've been, I've been approached because of the ability to do, people have seen the potential that, that we have. I've been approached, been given huge sums of money, but I mean, if, if we're able to grow from, from a point where we didn't have anything to a point where we have what we have now, I think we can grow more. Unless when we get to a point where we register WIN as a limited company, then we have people buying shares in WIN, which is definitely what our next goal is going to be. All right. Yeah. Where do you learn about business? Because you said in school you did agroforestry, yeah. which yeah. has got nothing to do with business, <laughs> numbers, <laughs> accounting, financing. How did you learn um, about running a business. Where did you learn that from? No, but you're looking at, you know, the, the Zambian system is quite right, you're going to do agroforestry, but in agroforestry, there is also a part where we would actually learn entrepreneurship. Yeah. And funny enough, my entrepreneurship lecture was my favorite. It was my very good friend. Even up to now, we still communicate. He's doing a couple of books. He's included me on, on his books. He's got in our profile. Yeah. So there, at least, we're able to relate at a certain level because he's a businessman too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because while I was in school, I had a gym in school. Yeah. I was running a gym in school. Okay. Yeah. I was buying cars, selling cars while I was in school. I mean, just trying to keep money. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and, and apart from just the, the entrepreneurship course that you did, yeah. how did you learn about balancing books, for example? About how did you learn about <laughs> accounting? How did you learn? Or do you have someone that does that for you? Yes. Yes. So you don't do that. Someone else yeah. does that. Yes. Balancing books and whatnot, we have people who do that. Yes, people who do that. Yeah. How are you? How are you accountable? I know we talk about discipline, yes. but how are you accountable? What I mean is this: the business with money. Okay. Yes. Let's say you and I meet here. I tell yes. you, no, I want an iPhone 14. You yeah. call a guy, he brings an iPhone 14. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Okay. I give you the money. Yeah. 
I'll give you the money. Yes, yes, okay? yes, yes. But yes, yes. Is, is, is it a guarantee the money will end up in the business's account? Get a point. What, <laughs> what I'm trying to bring here is most people struggle between separating themselves from the business. And you find that you give me money for business. On my way home, they call me, no, I want a milk. Could mm. it I, oh, I buy milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the money I go to 20,000. Yeah. Yeah. By the time I'm getting home, I've got 19,800. 19, <laughs> get a point, eh? So what I'm saying is how do you maintain that separation between you and the business because obviously in business school yeah, yeah, you did entrepreneurship yeah, yeah. you learn that the business is a separate entity on its own and you are a separate exactly on, on, on you're separate exactly, on your own yeah. how do you maintain that discipline so, where you treat the business differently and not touch the business's money yeah. away from your money so basically what we're doing now is uh, we're trying to keep um a whole cycle of running in terms of stock you understand that? so if if, if we're going to make money today we sell which means we're looking at sending back that money where we're going to reinvest that money and probably bringing back the same product that was sold. You understand, huh? The profits are put aside. In fact, for me, I don't even like keeping profit. I don't like keeping money in the bank. My money always has to work. It has to. If, 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 if I have, obviously you heard me some few minutes ago before we started here, I was talking to my supplier in Dubai. He's supposed to be sending stuff now. Money, it has to work. It has to work. Money in the bank, it doesn't add any value to us. If I was able to have three iPhone, three iPhone 13 Pro Maxes yesterday, and today I have five, which means I'm making progress. I'm not going, the money in the bank is nothing. The bank won't give me any profit, not even 1,000, 2,000 quarts a day, they can't. You know, that, that, that is actually something I've been struggling with myself. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like, okay, because uh, okay, I run a business, I don't like to talk about yeah. it, but I run, a, I, I run my own business. And I sell things. Yeah. But sometimes I'm tempted to feel like, okay, let me save some this money. Yeah. But then again, like you said, the money in the bank is not growing, yeah. you know? So, um, so the money which is in things, yeah. obviously, because, yeah. and, and the thing I like about having money in things is it's, it's hard for you to waste that money. Yes. If, the, if, you, if the money is in an iPhone, yeah. You can't, yeah. you know, get yeah. a part of you, it and, you, you, I mean, yeah, no matter, if, even if someone comes and says, I need help, yes. but I can't get an iPhone and give them, get you a point. You can't, you can't. I can't get yes, an iPhone and give yes, them. Yes, yes, but yes, if I have cash, yes. it was, oh no, yes. here, air to money, uh, or empty and money, or empty or kwacha, whatever. Yes. So for me, I feel like that's, that, that, that for me is good advice in terms of always make the money work, yeah. have it in things. Because also I've learned that if I buy something, for example, if I own an iPhone 14 yeah. for sale, yeah. it may not be sold in two weeks, yeah. but eventually it will go. It will go. Okay, but the money in two weeks yes. won't be the same amount of money. It will reduce. But the iPhone 14 will still be iPhone 14. So having, in short, if you have, if you have products, huh? which means that's where now one thing comes in, which is consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Which is consistency. Because if, 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 imagine you saw that, that iPhone 14 that you have one piece huh, to somebody. Then another person saw your ad and they want the same iPhone 14. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts, I'm yeah. telling you, it hurts. So which means you're not consistent as a businessman. <laughs> yeah, it really hurts to, yeah. to have one product yeah. and have two people yeah. willing to pay for yes. it. Again, yeah. the time it takes yeah. for you to order another to order one another that one. I've bought from somewhere yeah. else, you know. Yeah. And then also the thing I've also learned about business is when people come to you the one time and they want something and you don't have, they won't come back. They're going. They'll go somewhere else. <laughs> They'll go somewhere else. Because you don't have that consistency. Yeah. It's like, and I always tell people, it's like the way you buy bread. Yes. If you've got a shop next to your house, and you wake up in the morning, you want to have breakfast. You go to them, oh, I want bread today, they don't have. Yeah. Tomorrow, I want bread, they don't have. Day number three, you don't even bother. You, you just want. go buy bread yes. from ShopRite on your way back from, from work. work. Yeah. yeah, you never yeah. go back to them yeah. because whatever I want, they never have. Yeah. I want to ask you, how much do you pay yourself? Or do you pay yourself? No, I don't pay myself. You don't pay yourself? I don't pay myself. So you have no salary? I don't have a salary. So you have no income? I don't have an income. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically, it's basically win. It's basically win. 
No, but it's, it's, like, it's, like win. But, but yeah. that's, that's, you see what I said? Yeah. There's win the business, yeah, yeah, then there's yeah, yeah, me yeah. back the person. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't, I, personally, I don't, I don't pay myself. Sounds you, I don't know if you've built a house or so you're <laughs> renting or your car, the gas, yeah, yeah, where yeah, does the money yeah, come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, if, if, if you look at, if you look at those, those, those monies in terms of, um, of, of, uh, of gas and whatnot, huh? those are monies I'm going to get from the other business. Yeah. From the cars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if I sell a car, I make a profit, a certain amount of money, if it's 10, five, there I know to say, yeah. And it's also a business that is very running and very consistent. How did the car business start? In school? Um, it started in school too, yeah. But capital for car business is a lot, eh? Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you could easily start with, I mean, if you're looking at uh, $5,000, yeah. You say it like it's 500 questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost like a, that's almost like a hundred thousand. Yeah, like almost. Yeah, yeah. Like but but yeah. But imagine, remember one thing I said when I was in Israel, I raised how much? About ten thousand dollars. You understand, huh? So from that money, I had to think of how I was gonna keep that money. I'd imagine if I had kept that money in my account, I would have spent it. By the time I was doing my final year, which was gonna take about a year, I would have finished all that money. So I had to find a way of making that money stay in something, which was me buying cars now. Just keeping money so I don't touch that money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing I want to find out from you is you interact obviously with other young people, um, maybe others are older than you. Yeah. What are some of the mistakes that you've seen others make in running their businesses? Or maybe before you talk about others, people's mistakes, what mistakes did you make in your business looking back? Looking back, um, one of the greatest mistakes I ever made was procrastination. Yeah. The very moment I got rid of procrastination, everything just changed. Because what, how were you procrastinating? Uh, I have, uh, I've sold three iPhones. I'm looking at, ah, I can't order yet. Let me sell 10. I see. You understand? But not knowing how long it's gonna take for me to sell the other ones. And, and others, what, what do you see others doing wrong in business? Maybe your peers, yeah. what do you see that they're doing wrong that's really, you know, choking their growth? They're afraid to invest and lack of consistency. Consistency has been one of, one of the biggest challenge among my peers. Even, even at Katono Street, even now when I look at most of my friends, I just say, but why? But why, 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 do, why don't you get in a space where you do certain things that will put you in a greater space. But they don't want to be, they're afraid. They're afraid of the unknown. They're afraid. They can't, they're afraid even going to the airport to get on a flight. They're afraid. They don't want. They're waiting to have a million quachas. I mean, there's, 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 there's an old saying that says the farmer who waits for the perfect season never farms. Have you ever had any perfect season where there are no sales, nothing yeah, happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember sometime, um, some time back at win one we went for like um almost close to a week or two no big phone being sold um just protectors covers being sold then i remember um my my colleague Mainga asking me he asked me to say ah mr win because everybody refers to me as mr win <laughs> mr win I wish you were going to make it in this business. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I laughed hard, Sui, because um, 
I asked him, but what, what, what do you mean? He told me, but we haven't sold anything big. We've only been selling 100 quarters protectors. I'm like, yes, we have to be grateful for selling those protectors. And we have products here. And these products are products of value. People might not have money now, but next week, somebody's going to come and buy this big phone. How long do you, does your stock last, for example? Ish. Right now. now. Right now, <laughs> it's amazing now. Now we're pushing. Stock doesn't last. It, so, for example, how, how many iPhones do you sell in a week? <laughs> Approximately, it depends. It depends. Uh, I'll give an example of uh, the iPhone 14 Pro Max. Uh, when it just came, I think we're among us the first ones to have it. Yeah. Uh, we had, I think, close to maybe 30, 35 pieces. Yeah. And uh, we saw them in uh, four days. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing fine. Eh? You're doing fine. We just think good. Yeah, we're doing fine. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to find out from you is, is on this journey that you've taken, um, what, what have been some, some lessons you've learned? Maybe lessons through experience in business or lessons that you've learned from others. Maybe someone guides you or this, we do it like this, this, that have really stuck with you and, you know, are like a compass and are leading you in the direction you're going at the moment. Okay. So one time I was... Uh, I was in desperate need of, of some money. Yeah? So I confronted one of my, one of my uncles. Told him, say, look, me, I'm able to do this. I'll make these numbers. Can you give me some money? Then he told me, no, I'll give you if I have the money. But during that conversation, he mentioned a few very important things. He told me to say, for now, stay where you're staying. Don't concentrate on paying high rent, moving to Kablonga. Stay where you're staying. Be disciplined. Minimize on expenses, and that has always stuck with me. Because on any other day, on any other day, I'm always looking at what? Assets from liabilities. Assets from liabilities. Always, I'm always thinking, okay, is this thing gonna, 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 gonna be an asset? Even if I buy a Mercedes Benz, I, I, I buy a couple of Mercedes Benz for sale, you understand? But I'm driving a wind car, which is a van. That one is a service fund. It, you can use it for putting in stock. You understand? But I'm going to sell a Mercedes-Benz, which is, which is a plus for me. Yes. So we need to differentiate all those assets from liabilities. Now that you've brought that, yeah. I wanted to bring in the, the, the issue of, um, of lifestyle inflation. Yeah. Because like you said, most people, the more money they make, the more they want to improve their lifestyle. Yes. They must know God is blessing. You get the yes, point? Yes, it must yes, show. Yes, like, oh, yes, the clothes, yes, you know, where you yes, found yes, now, yes, yes, where you yes, have, you yes, know, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. lunch. Yeah. You used to cook at home now. Every day is takeaway, you know, in the hotels and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And the cars you drive change. The, the, talk to me about your lifestyle. How much do you, do you spend on clothes, looking good, <laughs> what? Look like you're fashionable <laughs> with your shades and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you, how do you balance that? No, apparently, you know, if, um, if, if you look at, things in terms of clothes huh this is a simple white shit <laughs> a simple white shit where you which you which you can buy anywhere 150 kwacha you understand probably gonna have a nice suit yeah that should you'd spend a couple of uh, maybe 1000 to 2000 kwacha you understand you're still gonna look good nice shoes you can buy once in a while you don't have to always i mean it's it's not always good to inflate things you understand yeah all right and Looking at the future, where do you see Win Electronics in the next five years? Of 
course, now we're looking at uh, Win Electronics in the next five years. And very soon, I mean, Win will be listed on, uh, on, on people who need to start buying shares in Win now. So definitely Win would have, would have, would have grown, probably maybe even the, one of the biggest suppliers in Southern Africa in terms of tech. That's, for me, that's the vision. How do you deal with competition? Um, looking at competition, for me, I think my wife can even confirm this. I'm, I'm a person who's not afraid of, 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 of anybody around me, but I respect everyone. So, and I'm a person who's usually so focused on making myself better. So by so doing, I don't concentrate on what others are doing. But you're aware of what they're doing. Do you follow them? Do you watch them? No, I don't. You don't even follow them? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one of you. Uh, pardon? You know I mean? for, you, for you to understand or for you to respond to what your competition is doing, you must know what they're doing. Of course. Uh, of course. Then you, well, maybe for example, uh -huh, if you get a point. That's a good one. But that one is going to come from who? From the business managers. My colleagues, they're going to come and tell me, ah, Mr. Wynn, our friends have done this. Our friends are doing this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a task to say, how best can we do this? But by so doing, how best are we going to minimize on our costs? All right. So earlier you said your, 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 your rental cost was um, about 35,000 yes. after our calculation. Yeah. Um, so it means that in a month, come rain, come <laughs> sunshine, yeah. your sales must not be less than that. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's in profit. They must not. Yeah. And how often does it happen that your sales are less than that? It doesn't happen. You've never made a loss? Losses, if, if products are lost, yes. Products get lost. You oh, have, in transit, what yeah, not? Yeah, no, 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 people stealing and what not. And how do you avoid that? You've been scammed. You've been, it's, you try by all means to avoid it, but it's very hard. And people, these things are actually becoming more and more sophisticated by the day. How innovative is, is, is your business? As in, how have you put in innovation? Because now, where the world is going, um, obviously, the obvious, I know you deliver, obviously, yeah, that's a yeah, given. Yeah. But then also, issues like websites. Do you have a website? Yeah, 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 Do you have an app, for example? Yeah, we have a website. We have a website. Yeah, we have a website. So I can buy something yeah, off a website and pay. And pay. Without even calling you. I just yes, see it and click yes, like eBay and, yes, you know, yes. one of those. Yes, we have a website. You can do that on our website. But of course, for convenience and uh, people wanna wanna get to a point where everything is safe for them. So, reason why we've actually opened stores now out of town, so we're able to reach a certain amount of of customers that don't wanna get into town, and which has been working so well for us. Okay. Yeah. What would your advice be um, as we come to an end? Yeah. I want you to give me your top five advice to young people who want to get in business. Okay. So number one, discipline. <laughs> Without discipline, you can't do anything. Number two, consistency. You need to be consistent at what you're doing. Number three, for me, is to remember that every human being is the most important human being on earth. That way it will enable you to value each and every person and respect them. Yeah. You never hear me calling, and even if I don't know, it's for me. It's 
anybody older than me it's makamba and, and it's very hard you know sometimes you'd be in a space where people will even be arguing when they see you if if for sure it's it's Maybach, mr win people a lot of times i've had people arguing he's the one he's not he's not but i mean it's a good thing for me it's a good thing for me which means i'm doing the right thing by not exposing myself so much number four number four um i would say be in happy relationships with the people around you very important number five number five always be accountable to everybody working you're working with always be accountable and let them know that for sure if they're part of a business that for sure they're gonna benefit and they're definitely gonna give it their all yeah. thank you mr win sure all right okay. uh okay. that was our conversation with uh, uh. Maybach, Mr. Win, Mr. Maybe, yeah, the CEO for Win Electronics. Uh, so Win Electronics, basically, some people may not know. Win Electronics, basically, you guys sell iPhones, sell electronic gadgets, basically, as the name yeah, tells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 sell electronic. And and is there space for others in that business? Like right now, the way the market is in Zambia, if someone wants to go into that business, is there space? Is there much, room? Too much, too much, too much space because I believe there's no one single supplier who's ever gonna meet the demands of everyone no one for us we even order we for as long as it's a it's 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 a high-end tech product we always have latest macbooks latest hp laptops we always have we don't oh. even we don't even have a customer that we're taking it to but we have it because we definitely know that somebody's Someone gonna come around he's gonna be looking for that product yes how do you price your products pricing what's the pricing strategy uh pricing is actually playing uh a major role in what people want to buy now. Yeah. Yeah. So you look around, see how your friends are, are pricing their products and see how best you can beat them. All right, Mr. Simbe, yeah. thank you so much. Sure. Please Great. join us again <laughs> next week at uh, at the same time on the podcast. Uh, we're back on Wednesday next week with another conversation and we look forward, obviously, to um, more of such. And I hope that you've learned a lesson or two, especially if you are um, a young person in business. He's, 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 he's making millions, man. So it means that there's room for others as well. Um, but I like the fact that you're educated because most people <laughs> just feel like I can just go into business without an education. No, actually, education is plays a major role because even the way you're going to relate, articulate issues is a bit different. Yeah. It opens up your mind. And I always tell people, <laughs> and there's one time I, I wrote on my Facebook page, I was like, guys, there should be a yeah, difference. Yeah. The way a yeah, graduate yeah, with a degree yeah, runs yeah, their business yeah, yeah. and the way someone who does not yeah, have the qualification yeah. runs a business. Not to say the, the yeah, person without a degree yeah, will run their yeah, business, you know, run it down or yeah. they run it poorly. Yes, they do it very well, yeah. but there should be a distinction. Yes. Let the school show, you get yeah, the point. Yeah. Let the education yeah. show so, in, in some yeah. way. Yeah. So look at this, huh? Um, me being on Katona Street, and getting a bit of exposure in terms of school and living in Israel, the hunger changed, you know, the zeal changed. I was like, no, 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 I need to do things a bit different, you understand? And then it was very rare for any young guy to think of opening a store. Yeah. Thank you, we'll see you guys next sure. week.